Unplugged podcast. Byron is the man on the podcast. He's going to join today for the podcast. <laughs> this rhymes podcast with podcast. Today's rap brought to you by Rabbit. <laughs> I think you're pronouncing it right. It has the C on the front of it, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> now we were talking about Byron because uh, he's joining us on the podcast today. Yeah. Uh, welcome, Byron. Is this your first podcast you've ever been on? It is, mate. It is. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't invent the podcast, Byron? <laughs> oh, I'm working on it. Yeah, Byron. Hey, um, I'm just wondering, though, what what's crabbits mean? <laughs> Rabbit. Byron uh, called into our radio show and uh, he told us that he invented the snowboard. I mean, that's that's what you're saying. You're not going after anyone for money or anything. No, but just that's right. And Wikipedia tells me differently. Interesting. Interesting. You know, Wikipedia can be um, can be edited by anyone, Byron. Yeah. I don't well, think, we'll have to get some people onto that one. Hey, I don't think by yourself. I think we have to go onto Wikipedia and say, we saw this. No, we didn't see hey, it, that though. works for me. Yeah, if it, we it, can get enough people on Wiki saying, Byron invented snowboarding oh by gosh. screwing two skis to his skateboard, yeah, then we, we a, might be able to make it happen, mate. Oh, I'm good with that idea. <laughs> Okay. So that and that was what happened. Those who didn't hear it on the show, Byron, he screwed two skis underneath his skateboard deck. What a brilliant idea! How old were you at the time? I was about ten or eleven. Oh wow! Well, you're a young inventor, entrepreneur. I could see you walking into like that TV show, The Shark Tank, and just walking in and going, (laughs) guys. Check it out. I've screwed my skateboard onto some skis. Do you know who you're like? I was watching uh, The Project last night, and Mm. there's a 15-year-old schoolgirl who's just done very, very well in a science competition because she's come up with a plastic that's made out of prawn shells. A biodegradable plastic does the job of of plastic wrap, but it biodegrades in only a few days. That's awesome. We're getting all the prawn shells. Restaurants and stuff. Like, it's yeah. not great news for prawns. Well, they're not real happy about getting shelled to be eaten either, but you might as well use the shells. Yes. She's single-handedly going to solve the plastics problem in the world, Byron, so I think you're in that league. That is great. Well, look, uh, just tell her, don't grow any older because your ideas fade. Oh, do you know what yeah. happens? Realities of life kick in. Where I, who, was <laughs> it that, who was it? Someone just told me about their invention recently, and it was the worst idea ever. Was it you, Did Julie? you tell them that? Probably. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I told them. What? Uh, what was the invention? I don't know. I can't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll think of it. It'll it'll come to me. You Just got to picture talk. the right person. What? You told me that you invented something that was the best idea you'd ever come up with, and it was like if you wanted to stand with your plate in one hand and eat with the other hand, that it was a, a vessel, like a, a utensil yeah. that was like a spoon, but it had prongs and it had a bit of a sharp edge so that you could eat and stab food and cut as well. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Isn't that called a spork? Yes, Byron. Thank you. It is called a spork and it was invented when I was a child. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. It was Maybe it was invented when I said it. No. Maybe that was the first... Uh... No, it existed long before I met you. It's interesting that Byron said exactly... I've been exact... sporking food for years. <laughs> hey, Rabs, mm. just, just from memory, mate, didn't you think of this when you were a kid and you're just bringing it back up now? Now you've come to mention it, yes. I did originally have the idea right before 
sporks were invented. <laughs> That's what I thought. I don't think you so could just, just say like that. just like Byron, you're on the ski slopes with yeah. your invented spork and yeah. someone on the lift went by and looked down and said, what a great idea. I'm going to make that. Yeah. No, That's I really, it? it's funny that you said the exact same thing, Julie, like the exact same way. Isn't that called a spork? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Does this thing already exist? It's called a spork. There already is one. What a shame. Daylight and a dollar short, right? It is tough to come up with new inventions these days, though. Like, I feel like everything's been invented, hasn't it? It can't have been. I remember my dad said that to me once when I was younger, and he said, I feel like <laughs> back then we've invented everything. And I'm like, I don't think you're right, Dad. And he said, but no, you think about it. Everything you want to do, there's a machine to do it now. There's a dishwasher for your dishes, and there's a dryer that dries your clothes. There's a- <laughs> we've invented everything. And Julie said, what about the iPhone? He went, that sounds ridiculous. What about the internet, Dad? That hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> we, just, we just need more lazy people. Yeah. People with too much time on their hands. Well, no, the lazier you are, the more you work out how to do things easier. Oh. oh I, I see. So you're saying, saying everyone who invented something was a lazy person just looking That's why Aussies are so good at it. for a solution. We are good at it, aren't we? We've invented That's a right. lot of things. It's funny when you... Yeah, your you, toys, the esky. Yes. Yeah. The, the black box in the aeroplane, that's an Aussie invention. Yes. That's right. And plenty of other it. things. I'm too lazy to count. And the spork and all sorts of... <laughs> and uh, I was going to say the pavlova, but it was we New Zealand one. we invented the kiwi too, didn't we? No, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> what about the esky with the wheels and the and it's got like A motor. stumps that you can pull up oh, yeah, that's right. and yes. use them that as cricket stumps? That was the thing too, wasn't it? Brilliant. It was not, was it? Was it I on... think so. Right. And then it showed up at Coles and all of those. Oh, that's well, great. Someone's come up with those and can sell their idea. It's only an invention idea. until the, it can, the patent can be shipped overseas. Do you know what? It's just arrived <laughs> in, the, right. in the post um, purchase I made online, Hong Kong eBay. Uh, it's my favourite. Yeah. And uh, just arrived and uh, like, that's a brilliant invention. So, shoelaces, but um, they're elastic ones and they just have like a little clip at the top of them. So, you just... You never have to tie your shoelaces again. You just foot slides in and out, foot slides in and out. Easy, simple. They're, they're I think, originally made for doing triathlons. That's why I bought them, because I'm a triathlete. Right. Not Byron Cutts. Right, yeah. Um, that's, that's but interesting. I, I did one, like, kids triathlon once, like, only a couple of like years ago. Like swing, the slippery dip, and the roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, that's the standard. Yeah. 150-metre swim, I think. Okay. And um, a bike ride to the roundabout. Did you make the other end of the pool? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Byron. Well, yeah, yes. these floaties, I can't Byron. swim. All right. <laughs> um, nah, and, uh, we but, know you're a good swimmer, mate. You made it to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it wasn't that long ago. We, uh, there were aeroplanes. Um, but... It's, yeah, so you get out of the water and you run up and that saved that time of putting the shoes on and tying them up and they came up with these laces where you just, whoop, foot goes straight in them so easy. So I have them on all my runners. Kids have got them on their school shoes now. Yeah. They're brilliant. Are they? Who was that clever person who thought that up? I don't know. Someone lazy, as Byron Absolutely. has said. Well, yeah, you're right. Hey, Byron, when we called you back, because you called into the show earlier, we called you back and went, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? And you said, work can wait. And that's, that's absolutely correct. Made everyone else is standing over there waiting for me. Yeah. It's a great attitude. Like, not for your employer. But for us. But for it us. works oh. for us. And let's face it, when you work by the hour, yeah. work can wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so what's your work? What do you do? Uh, corrosion control. Corrosion control? Yeah, stop crap. We need you in here. God, I thought you said cremation control. 
That's, that's, <laughs> that, Crank her up. <laughs> took a whole turn right there. Curation control? No, what corrosion. is it? Corrosion. corrosion. We need him in here. Stuff's breaking down in here all the time. Like, Cor- corrosion. As a, what do you mean? Hang on a sec. That's one of those, how, like how my da- dad was a garbologist when he collected the rubbish and stuff. Corrosion control. So it's an anti-rust thing. That's right. It stops things from, from rusting, corroding. How? Yes, it's a so. spray you put on. Oh, there's a lot to I it. I have just you simplified really just dumbed your it down. whole business. He's a scientist, you... Travis. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, a no, corrosion. <laughs> you are the one that fixes. Oh, you fix up rusty things. That's the idea behind it. Like, I feel like you're struggling to explain your own job here, Byron. Oh, look, if I do, I'll bore the crap out of everyone and you won't get involved oh, with podcast. Oh, that's interesting. He would have done better, but you just kept throwing spanners I'm into his I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty spanners. Yes. That's like a country music star. <laughs> Rusty spanners and corrosion control. Yeehaw. That's the backup band. Yeehaw. It's funny. I was talking to someone who uh, works in here, actually, the other day and, and um, was saying about, uh, who was it? Oh, I had um, some technician come around to my house and they went, oh, it's what do you do for work? And I was like, oh, no. Because as soon as I say, then it's, and especially in a local area like this, they could listen to the show or whatever. And that's something, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily like people knowing they're in my house and, well, uh, and also the, they're listening. The, they're and, who you're talking about. <laughs> that's right, when <laughs> I'm talking the on the podcast yeah. about them. So um, my mate, anyway, it came up because my mate was going, oh, anytime anyone asks me, I tell them I'm a bus driver. Because he was. He's done it for a job, yeah. But apparently that shuts down the conversation pretty quick. And he doesn't need to go into a big too chat much about. detail. Uh, I've said that I say in the past I'm a chippy. I think I'm going to go. I do corrosion control. Go from on, now. Go for it. Someone's because that shuts down the conversation. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> big time. Someone says, "What do you do for work?" I say, "I'm in corrosion control." If they ask for any more, I can just go. Just say, "Look, I'll give you Byron's number. He can explain it way better than me." <laughs> <laughs> I say, "I'll bore it'd bore you senseless if I were to go into what I do." But it's essentially Absolutely. rust. Absolutely, is um, I'm picturing it's like rusties with the stuff on the Cars movie. Uh, no, it's mainly things like bridges. Um, bridges? He's a scientist and an engineer, Rabbit. Yep. Stop calling him a... <laughs> a fictional company. He just wheels a... a spray bottle. <laughs> he's got... he walks around with a spray bottle and a hanky tied over his <laughs> he, nose. He's and a fan. A bit of orange paint in it. So, look, you've got rust on that, so I'll have to fix this now and just wipe it off with the rag. Okay. Do, do you have a van? It's like a mobile business. You're working out of the van. It's a franchise. No, I work for a mob in Sydney, so I've got a ute. But, um, yeah, I do a lap in New South Wales every four months. Oh, oh wow. Oh, geez, you're on the road a fair bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. So I you're about a, co- a week corrosion, away from home. Corrosion control specialist, then, if you're all Technician over the state. Technician is what I am. Technician. Technician. Julie, don't dumb it down. I'm not. <laughs> specialist. <laughs> I'm, I'm smarting it up. Did you say you're on the road for a month at a time? No, a week out of a month. A week out of a month you're out on the road. Okay. Yeah. And how's that, being out on the road? I don't mind it, actually. It gets me around, around a uh, different place that most people don't get to see. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Country towns and so forth. And I'm paid to go there. And you're paid to go just travelling around. You sing your song. Yep. Remember, rusty it? spanners and corrosion control. <laughs> <laughs> My truck down, it got rust. Uh, <laughs> My dog's called Rusty. Do you have a dog <laughs> that travels around with you? Uh, uh, well, I just got a new dog, actually, from uh, Charmhaven Pound. Yeah. Oh, go, 
Go the second-hand dogs, everyone. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. Second, second-hand dog. I've never heard a rescue dog referred to as all one from a pound. A second-hand dog. Please tell me well, it's called Rusty. <laughs> it's you. If you haven't named your dog Rusty, you're not committing to this profession of yours. No, it, it came named, and its name is Sultana. Believe it or not, Sultana. Sultana? Well, I couldn't call their dog Sultana. What? I don't know. I couldn't have a dog called Sultana because my husband wouldn't like it. Well, he doesn't like Sultanas. <laughs> no. Oh, that's madness. Uh, hang on a sec. So, how old's the dog? I don't know. Yeah. Do you mean about two? I guess about two. We don't always know with the rescues. Yeah, do true. We? Okay, but so yeah, being they'll tell you something, and you know it's nowhere near that. So. Right, but okay, so it's a dog. It's not a puppy that's only twelve weeks old, and therefore you can give it whatever no. name you want. He, this dog has been Sultana yeah. for two years. That's that's right. You know what you need to do is cover it in chocolate, and then Rabbit will really like it. <laughs> he loves the chocolate Sultana. Chucky Sultana. Oh, what type of dog? Um, it's a staghound, uh, wolfhound cross. Staghound? So, I haven't heard of well, that. Staghound is actually a wolfhound cross with something, with a greyhound, but this is a um, wolfhound cross with something smaller. Okay. Jeez, okay. So, looks so, like a wolfhound, but it's only about two foot tall. Oh, only. <laughs> oh, how cute. <laughs> That's gorgeous. <laughs> All right, and is Sultana going to be cruising around with you in the ute? or uh, On the big trips, I'll be able to take her, but... Not not on a general day to day stuff when I'm just in Sydney and stuff. Yeah. I love those ones where people take their dog to work with yeah. them. Um, the dog just chills. Tradies on the site or whatever we've got. There's a, I think Sunny's a greyhound. There's a lady who listens to this show and she sends in photos sometimes of Sunny, but she works in an office. So Sunny just cruises around oh, yes. in the office. In the office. And he's got this massive smile. On his face, the whole, this dog. It's so funny. It's a funny thing having dogs in an office. One of our um, ladies at Loyal IT Solutions did a client visit on site and they had a dog on site in the office. Yeah. And this dog must have really liked the moisturiser that she uses on her legs. Oh, so, how, so the, how much did he like it? Well, he didn't leave her alone. He just oh. spent the whole visit licking her legs. Licking legs. <laughs> she couldn't oh, get away but, from it. You couldn't bring, yeah. like, you imagine my dog, Harley, in the workplace? Oh, my oh God. God. My God. <laughs> this is why they put rules like that in there. Yeah. I don't know if there are rules. I brought her in here last week. Just came in for a did visit, you? let her off the lead. There are rules like, now, <laughs> as of this week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just hold on a sec, guys. Yeah. I'll see you over there. Good day, mate. Oh, who's that? Someone just made a uh, a little appearance on the podcast. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, this uh, ain't get to work, Byron. Is that the next guys that I'm working with today? He's off to the next job site, so Is they're he? telling me we'll meet him over there. Are you working on some trains today? No, um, trains are notorious for pumping electricity into the ground. And so they wreck everyone else's services, like the water services, the telecom services. Oh, right. So we work to mitigate that and stop it from happening. Jeez. Okay. It's quite technical. Yeah, he's more, got a real job. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, Julie? You've been dumbing down his job well, from the start. I don't think I have. It's and... more than just orange spray paint and a hanky over his face, <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of it anyway now. All right, well, we better get, let you get off and go and do important things. Um, thanks for being part of the podcast, Byron. No worries. You guys have a great day. Yeah, we'll do. And say good day um, to Sultana for us. I will do. I'll tell a cheers from uh, Harley Doggerson. Yes, yeah. Let's Lovely. get the dogs together for a play date one day. <laughs> that sounds good. Chaos. Good on you, Byron. Bye, guys. See you, mate. Oh, I really enjoy just having random people on our podcast. I yeah, do too. It's the Box of Chocolates podcast, I'm telling you.
Who knew there was such a superhero as Corrosion Man? <laughs> just a big C on his chest. <laughs> oh, damn it. Can't I be Rust Man? No. No, Byron. You are, <laughs> you are Corrosion Man. And you will explain that C on your chest <laughs> every time you see someone. All right, that's about us for today. Um, what are we? Oh, hey, come hey, on. Come button. on. we got to go. Every day, wrong button to get out of here. Ah, well, we'll get there in the end. That was Rabbit and Julie Goodwin for breakfast. Oh, 104.5. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. God bless everybody. I'm Corey Cambridge, host of OPP, which stands for Other People's Podcasts. On OPP, I sit down and interview America's top podcasters to learn more about them, the dope shows they created. In every episode, they even share with me their top three favorite podcasts. Check out my latest episode with Aaron Almond Updike and Aaron Welsh, host of the amazing podcast, by searching OPP with Corey Cambridge on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. ACAST is home to the biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.